You're listening to Fucks Given, the one where we update you on everything that happened in LA. In this podcast episode, we're going to be going through my trip to LA, what we got up to at the Sexology Summit, the sex, the fun that we got up to while we were in there, maybe a little naughty shroom trip. Oh, oh my God, yeah, because we had no updates in the last episodes because we were in the studio with guests, yes. which I hope you loved those episodes. I was thinking on the toilet today that <laughs> we should do studio episodes when I'm back in London for three weeks. Fuck yes. We love being in a studio. There's something so amazing about being there in person. Of course, it's a little bit tricky for Florence and I being in two very different sides of the world. But we want to we wanna try and make it work. Bring back the joy, man. Bring back the joy. So LA was pretty fucking amazing. I went out to LA to see Florence, to Yay. see my girl um, for what was supposed to be two weeks, but ended up being three weeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoops. Yay. <laughs> so good it's because the weather was so bad and Rita was like oh my god it gets sunny like as soon as I the leave the day I leave yeah so she yeah. had to extend and then there was a mistake with the extending oh my god anyone who has dyslexia will understand this issue I fuck up dates all the time and so I thought I booked my flight for like the Monday but I didn't I somehow booked it for the Wednesday and I was like you know like upset but also happy radical acceptance we figured it out on the shroom trip though which I think made it so much better honestly that shroom trip good made it intention good ship but before we get to that fun old ye moment we went to the sexology summit and we did a talk they flew us we out there did. in Washington DC to do a talk about sex which was really cool crazy absolutely crazy that we would be shipped off to the nation's capital to talk about being pleasure professionals pleasure professionals it was really really amazing we were out there with zoe ligan thank you who is thongria on instagram wow my words we also had our wonderful scotty unfamous there and we were up on stage with lola baston and dr jess o'reilly it was an epic panel with some epic pleasure professionals and we're just so honored and grateful that we were part of it it was really cool because it was kind of a, a middle point for Florence and I it takes me about yeah. like five six hours to fly there you the same yeah. and as much as the sexology summit was so cool and so amazing and in this really cool hotel like probably the coolest hotel I've ever seen same really cool really inclusive really like like the tent, the toilets, the genderless toilets was just so fucking cool. And then outside the toilets, they had all the text on the walls that was just explaining every different sexuality and gender. It was a really safe queer space, I would have thought, especially for Washington, D.C., which also if you've never been there before, it's like scarily picture perfect. Everything is perfect out there. So clean for the president. Every plant that is planted looks like weird perfection. It was really cool being there. I loved it. Yeah. So the hotel was the Eaton DC. If you want to go and stay in DC, we highly recommend this hotel. Yeah. While we were there, we got involved in this sound healing Reiki class, which was... Oh. which. My it did a lot. God. It sparked a lot. For you? <laughs> for I, for I was me, like, you're... Reed doesn't usually get into this stuff and like vibe with this stuff. That was that was very well put. <laughs> After one of the, the sessions, Reed was like, 
oh my God, my heart is being like pulled to her. Like I need to do more work with her. And I was like, yeah. what is happening? So like, I, you know, I was brought up full atheist, like only believe in science, science is, and then obviously my thoughts around things have changed and opened up a little bit more, but Reiki healing still doesn't compute for me. And I was like in there trying to get into it. And I love sound baths anyway, because it feels like you're on drugs, even though you're not on drugs, the way it mm. penetrates your mind and you get like visuals if you really get into it and you just like the sound anyway. So I was like fully getting involved. And this amazing lady, Sierra, was leading it and her voice was so soothing and I could really get into it. The language that she used wasn't language that I couldn't exactly relate to. I still could relate to it. And there was anyway, you know, going through the the breakup stuff, I was not having a good time before I went out there and just I felt my heart calling for like, I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I want to try some of this. And she lives in LA. So we organized a little, little fun trip. Literally aligned. Yeah, it was, it was good. Um, so while we were in LA, we organized this Reiki healing session, which we filmed the whole thing. And oh my goodness, it was actually incredible. Well, so far this podcast has not been very sexy. Have we got any sexy updates? While I was in LA, I fucked the LA guy. I don't remember what nickname we came up with. Maybe he was just like LA boy or something. I don't yeah, know. I don't remember either. But yeah, fucked him again, which was. Yeah, it was, it was okay. It was, it was what I needed. Yeah. Yeah. It was, the thing is, okay, let me, let me start again. I think I've come through this big realization of realizing how much I've used dating and sex after the breakup to try and get my needs met. And while I was out there, I didn't really want to have sex. I didn't really bother with going on the dating apps or wanting to fuck because, and this is what my therapist said, like, were your needs met with Florence? And I was like, yeah, yeah, my needs are met with Florence. I didn't need any of that because no. I got everything that I, I needed from Florence. And I think that's yeah, really telling of where my headspace has been. Uh, and also, like, what I actually need from somebody. Yeah. which might not be mindless sex. And that's what I did with LA Boy. I just had mindless sex. It was good sex. He knows how to use his cock for sure. But I was still left like, eh, uh, it's not what I want. It's not what I need right now. No, you need like deep friend connections. Deep, yeah, deep intimacy friend connections right now. Yeah, um, and and I think that, that goes for anyone going through a breakup or even someone in a relationship where they're desperate for something, their needs aren't being met and you need to figure out what those needs are and try and get them. If it's not from your partner or it's not from like a fuck, it's got to be from a friend. What is it that you need? And But also try and give it to yourself as well. Like I think that's also really important is that... That's so hard though. I know it's so hard <laughs> and I so still have not mastered it. But like you're the only person that you can really rely on for any of this shit. So... yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, what if all your friends die? Like, you're going to be left by yourself and you're going to have to do <laughs> it. Fucking hell. This yeah, happens kinda... to people, man. This world is crazy. Yeah, it is fucking crazy. You know, ghosts and Reiki healing and shit, man. It's fucking crazy. Um, 
yeah, you're right. You have to ask yourself, like, what does the inner child in you need? You know, is it is it cuddles? Is it contact? Is it someone to have proper, deep, meaningful conversations with that you don't feel judged talking about with? Which I think I got from you. Anything I talk about with you is is just so non judgmental. And Florence and I, we tried to cuddle. We we really we really tried. We did it. We managed to have a singular cuddle at the end of the whole yeah. day after therapy. My therapy session with my therapy session with my therapist was saying, oh, can't you like get your intimate intimacy from Reed while mm-hmm. she's here? Like, can't you cuddle? And I was like, well, I was like, Reed has exactly the same issues as I have, like yeah. with cuddling friends. Uh, yeah. So I was like, that's going to be twice as hard. But I told Reed about it afterwards. And then I think the day after I, I like went to sit on your bed in the morning and you were like, would you like a cuddle? And I was like, yes. Because <laughs> the day before I was trying to say it, I was like, I was like in my head, I was like, you should, you should ask Florence for a cuddle. Ask Florence for a cuddle. I was like, no, 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 I can't, no, that's kind of weird. No, I can't. And I was like, ask fucking Florence for a fucking cuddle. And I got like really in my head about it. And then it wasn't until the morning. I was like, you're in bed. This is perfect time. So yeah, it's because Florence and I, we, we both have figured out that we never really saw any kind of in- intimacy from our parents. We don't know what intimacy looks like you know we've got the overinflated view of what intimacy looks like yeah. from shows and tv and like romance books and all that um but that's not that's not real and getting yeah. that from from people platonically feels almost sexual and romantic when it shouldn't be yes yeah exactly and that's why it's always been so hard because yeah. it's like, oh, I don't have feelings for you, so we shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I, I feel uncomfortable if I'm too close to somebody and I'm not sexual or intimate with them, really. Yeah, but I, it's like fucked up and we shouldn't feel this way. No, especially because I've, I've learned behaviours from my mum having Asperger's, but, like... That's that's in the past. I can choose to relearn and have intimate moments separately. Yeah. But yeah, it, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. We've done a lot of deep diving into our, our past and, and, our, and our upbringing. And that's been like really fucking helpful and insightful as to why we are the way that we are now. You know, it's not always the best to dwell on the past because, again, we are adults and we can choose to leave that behind and build build new ways of living and learning but yeah i mean it explains a fucking lot i still need to get out of my patterns i still keep going for people that are unavailable and it always it just always happens i'm like daddy just see me just love me see me (laughs) love me (laughs) and i'll try until like the end of it until i can like try and make it work because that's what my mum did in our in their relationship as well but you're right like our parents' relationships are not our relationships. And there has to be a point where we're like, okay, like, how do I not repeat the pattern? Like, what is this? What is the magic recipe? Yes. And not repeating the pattern was having a cuddle with your friend. Yeah. And get, getting that need met, getting that intimacy cuddle need met. Getting mm. your needs met from other places. It was good. It was a good cuddle. <sighs> Do you have any sex updates or should I talk about the kinky speed dating? Lol. I had one sexual escapade whilst you were here, but I'm pretty disappointed in my sex life at the moment. I'm not going to lie. You know, when you're just like, I thought I had it all lined up and then people start failing on you and you're like, what happened? 
Yeah. Like, why are you so busy, man? Like, mm-hmm. am I? Is my pussy not? important enough to is it not the, the magic pussy <laughs> is it not the magic pussy you told me it was at the beginning <laughs> but then as much as we see that we need to put these motherfucking boundaries down and ask what we need and that's yes. so hard like put them down if if you're not going to give me what i need we need to stop this and i've got to move on but it's so hard see i had sex but it was very brief Basically, yeah. um, Jasma, uh, Julian, I was like, what was Jasma? his nickname? Jasmine. <laughs> oh, Jasmine. Yeah, Jasmine. Oh, Julian came over once whilst you were here, but it was like really fucking late at night and he couldn't stay for very long. And I was like, well, we could just have a quickie, you know? And that is when I realised that we have had more sex on my period than not on my period. And that shows how infrequently we've actually fucked. Mm. It, it sounded like a satisfying shag at the time. In like, it was. Just like, I think hmm, needed that. It was what I needed during the time whilst you were here because I didn't really have that much time to go and like actually hang out with someone. But I, I do feel that the need that I'm not getting met is just like being held by someone. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think when we did cuddle, it did help. But I just I think I need that for a whole day or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like more than just one five minute yeah. cuddle. We should have done it the whole time, and then we would have been really great right now. But yes. we didn't. Yeah, I still think I still think it was progress. We have to remember baby steps. You know, it's it like, was we can't progress. just like we can't just jump in and be like everything's going to be great now. Like as as close as Florence and I are, still the the physical touch and intimacy is still something. It's like a barrier we have to cross. But yeah, that's really not a fun update from me. It's kind of frustrating because Florence and I had like two sex parties planned, and then we got sick. <laughs> we got so sick. Like, like you real, might even hear the like, remnants of it here. Yeah, yeah. Today. We got like virus sick, but it was one of those where it was kind of like coming and going. So we're like, yeah, I think we're better. Oh, no, we're not. Oh, I think we're better. And before all that, went to this kinky speed dating, which I thought was really cool. They called it kinky speed friending. And this was in LA and Florence was going to come with me, but she felt particularly unwell that that day. So I, so I went on my own. Florence dropped me off in the car. Thanks, mum. Mummy. Mum. And yeah, it was really interesting. It was It was a lot. It was a lot because a lot of the people that were there were very clearly using that space to make friends and not necessarily find kinky partners. But there were some really cool people that I met there and I had a really nice time. But speed dating just fucking takes it out of you. Like talking about your kinks for three minutes and like you kind of have to do like a mini rundown of yourself. Like this is who I yeah. am. This is what I do. This is what I want. And it's like like over and over again, like over 20 times. That's fucking exhausting. Yeah, I'm kind of glad that I didn't go because that's actually my nightmare. Worst nightmare, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, luckily, I love talking about myself and I love small talk, so it worked really well. But yeah, yeah, even I was exhausted by the end of it. I was like, shit. <laughs> How does someone who's introverted deal with something like this? They avoid it at all costs, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or go to a sex party and like have a moment of just being like, yeah, like fucking crazy, but like never never really yeah. do the small I want to do a sex party when I'm back in the UK yes yeah we should definitely go to I'm coming back for my joyride. book launch in May which is actually really really soon 
Yeah, I cannot wait. This is why we're not too heartbroken that we've left each other because we've got plans to see each other in the near future. If anyone's doing long distance, make sure you plan in the next time when you're going to see each other. It really helps. It helps so much because I I feel actually excited. You know what? I wasn't excited to come back home to London, but now I am because I know that like I think I got like a little taste of like hanging out with you and then I'm like oh cool I get to see Reed again when I when I come home and it's going to be good to see people it's going to be good to get like a little refresher of London we've also I think it's like an age thing we've really got to a good space where we can talk really openly and honestly with each other about stuff that's quite difficult I mean we're talking about the trip like everything was magical there are still moments where we got on each other's nerves where we needed our own space and we I think we handled it pretty fucking well I feel like we're mature adults now yeah so adult about it we had like a little bit of like a tiffy conversation but it wasn't like a it's like a sibling conversation It, it was like it was very like therapy talk. Yeah. I think in the conversation, it was mm. like, I'm hearing you say this, but yeah. I feel this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was like, there's no like anger. It's just like, mm hmm. I understand where you're coming from. Um. <laughs> the next day, we just spent time apart. We had like a couple more moments where we weren't together like all the time. And that really, really helped because nobody can like, we were with each other for three weeks straight. Like no one even in a relationship does that because they go to work in between. We were physically like fucking, we know what it's like to be twins that are stuck together. Basically. Yeah. Being able to recognize that you're away with somebody and spending that much time with somebody and making sure that you have, go through and have the conversations, the hard conversations, the uncomfortable moments. So it pays off and have that break in between. Like I had, I had a sofa day and that that's my recharge where I like sit and watch TV all fucking day. And then Florence like went to a cafe and, and did, did some work or like sat and you were oh, writing yeah, a story. With someone. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. That's yeah. a st- Oh yeah. my God. I have one more sexy update. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I met my friend for a cafe writing hang. And then afterwards he just sent me a text saying that he was still in the parking lot in his car in just rolling a joint and that I should come out. And we had yeah. a little drive around and he stuck his hand in my pants whilst we were driving. Actually, no, this is, we parked up on the side of the road and there could have been people like, there were people everywhere and he had his hands in my pants and he was like, I'm doing his pants and I was... Public fondling. Yeah, public fondling. And then, yeah, we drove to the gas station and I gave him a little bit of a hand job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we kissed in the car. Mm, Didn't really go anywhere, but it was a bit of a sexy fondle. Yes. Well, every every sex experience doesn't have to end in sex for it to be valuable or worthy enough to talk about and to have as like a a a good sexual moment because that sounded that sounded fun and nice. Yeah. Actually, he texted me yesterday saying, "Do you want to come over and for me to hold you?" Oh, that's nice. That's oh god, that's such a good hot message to receive. I know he was yeah. being a bit suspect before, but then I I communicated to him nice. that I needed like I was like, is this just sex now or are we friends? He was like, no, 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 we're friends, like, and all of that. And <laughs> 
you're getting now what you skin, need. Now I'm getting my needs met. Apart from, I was like, I'm still ill. So he was like, oh. But the sentiment was there. I the think honestly, the, the more you push yourself to ask what you need and what you want and put down those boundaries, the easier it fucking gets. And then lo and behold, you become happier because you're actually like stating what you want rather than what we used to think we needed to do, which was just be a good girl, shut up and take it. You know, like don't don't say anything, don't rock the boat, yeah. don't make anyone unhappy, or like you know, people please. When it's like Just that's say the it. opposite of what you got to do. You actually have to say what you need mm-hmm. or what's bugging you or what you want changing. Yeah, I need to work on my people pleasing in therapy. Yeah, fucking people pleaser, and I always just like yeah, need to make people happy. Yeah. Or or like my flip reverse, which is using people to make me feel less alone and like like literally going through people on dating apps like water, which is just not fair to them. And so like I've really taken a step back and I'm like really choosing the time that I spend on dating apps. If you're on dating apps every single day, then you're you're looking for something you're not getting and something's gotta change. Maybe go yeah, away, keep, go on holiday somewhere. I keep going through a phase of like, I don't want a date. Like, I just want to be on my own. And then every so often, and then I'll be like, oh, but I don't want to be on my own own. Like, I need yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I definitely don't want to be on my own. Oh, we did this amazing. So Florence and I, I'm excited to talk about the mushroom experience. And the segue into that was Florence and I, before we took mushrooms, we... Um, did this really good meditation, really good intention setting meditation, which I found so valuable to do. I find it so hard to sit down and do meditations. I genuinely can't do them on my own. They frustrate me. But when I do them with somebody, it's almost like I have to concentrate and I really force myself to do the meditation. And when I do, it's so worthwhile. And we did this intention setting one where you visualize yourself in the future and like how you imagine your life is and and where you want to be. And then, and that was really cool. That was really interesting. And I felt really like at peace with myself and like, okay, that I did find that I want to find connections and I want to chat to everybody. And I, I am looking for the next like, exciting romance or fuck or whatever that might be (laughs) so funny because mine's literally like whenever i imagine my future and my intention for the future i'm always by myself and i'm just like by myself in like a beautiful like home that i've created and i just Mm -hmm. like feel really like rich but like in my heart instead of outwardly like yeah and like just like it's wealth of health and like (laughs) wellness and yeah just feeling super comfortable yeah and I I I barely even imagined the house it was all these people that were around me all my partners um all these children in this big house of like love looking after everyone in this like table poly scenario and just like being so happy and just like it's just so surrounded by love. I was like, oh, and you know, so much love to give. I gave so much love. So yeah, it's, it's fascinating the intention setting because it's like it's almost kind of like the opposite of what I think Florence and I thought about ourselves. And then doing that, it all came out of the woodwork. We were both like, whoa, man, whoa. <laughs> it just means that I'm gonna be so okay with being by myself, and I am. I like I love my own company. I love being by myself. I love doing like going on adventures by myself and just because that's like the vision that I saw doesn't mean that I don't have a relationship it just means that I have a great relationship with myself and that's the the, that's the biggest and most important thing yeah the intention setting yeah 
for sure. Anyway, that I mean, that was really fascinating. Where, where was the meditation? Where can people find it? It's on Insight Timer, which is a free meditation app. And it's the one that I use. I try and use it as much as possible. I would say that I use it every day, but I really don't at the moment. Like my <laughs> intention is that, that I use man. it every single day. Like when you wake up is like a really good time for a meditation. The best thing I find if you're going away with somebody or, you know, like, going on holiday or you're doing something that might cause anxiety both make the time or make the time to sit down and be like I'm going to do this meditation who wants to join me and it kind of creates this whole togetherness space like I'm definitely going to do that on more holidays when we're away like all together let's do a meditation and like get fucking chilled the fuck out as you know, we have spoken about shrooms in the past, like we've done a little bit of microdosing and we always like to experiment with fun. The thing is, like I've I've given up drugs, like hard drugs, you know, I've been on drugs probably for the past 10 years. So I've given them all up. Cocaine was the most evil for me. That's what fucked me up the most. So I decided to give up all drugs apart from mushrooms because mushrooms give something back. All the other drugs, especially motherfucking cocaine, they take, they just take from you. But yeah. I mean, in my opinion, in my experience, but shrooms give. And every time I've done shrooms, I have felt so good, like a, such a lack of anxiety, such like clarity, yeah. you know, not really any hangover. Yes, tiredness, but I've always felt amazing the week after. It's not the same for everybody. So this isn't just like, yeah, go and do shrooms and you're going to feel great. It's so different. And especially because shrooms aren't fucking legal. You don't really know what you're taking or how much you're taking. There's so much press on psilocybin at the moment as well. So I'm sure everyone has seen like fucking shroom t-shirts, shroom yes, logos fucking, fucking everywhere. Because psychedelics are making a comeback um, and they're being like better investigated in science. And they actually are in the process of legalizing it for medical use in some countries. I would honestly maintain that microdosing shrooms was the best motherfucking antidepressant I have ever had in my entire life. Yeah. It was, it honestly was life-changing when I microdosed. I did do that as well. And I do feel the same way. Like I, it got me out of a really dark place after the breakup, but I did also overdo it. I think cause I was microdosing maybe for like a whole year. Mm -hmm. And I think I started just feeling a bit like Eh, I don't know. I think it may start making me feel a bit weird and like, yeah. I don't think anyone should take drugs that much. So go in with caution, do your research. But yeah, we had a really fun shroom trip. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was like really nice and spacey. And there were moments where I was like, I really want a nice connecting moment with Florence. But you just, you can't really. Your uh, Mushrooms put you in the present. And I find that like, I can be so present when I'm on mushrooms. I don't worry about anything really i don't freak like the you know figuring out the flight change normally i've i've had crying fits and like panics over making a mistake like that but i was just like i was like yeah man whatever this is cool i was like it's actually great like i love this it was really positive and that <laughs> helped be okay with it i usually get really anxious when taking drugs because i'm just not a drug person but <laughs> so i counteract more drugs with other drugs i mean um, so cbd I like CBD. yes so yeah. i had this like 20 milligram cbd drink as i was coming up on the shrooms 
and it alleviated any anxious thoughts that I was mm-hmm. having about taking shrooms. And it was like the per- oh god, it was just the perfect combination. It was. Like, I it was really good. Enough. We did it so well as well. Like we stayed in the garden. We made sure it was a sunny day. We kind of have like had like our safe spaces. Um, knew that if anything was going to go wrong, we we've just got bed just to walk away. We also made sure we got fruit and water and like you know coconut water and we just did it very responsibly and and towards the end we went for a walk when it was like the sun was setting and it was just so glorious it was so nice so it was the shroom chocolate that i had right oh my god you have to tell the story (laughs) literally before i was leaving i was like packing up my stuff and i was like oh where is that shroom chocolate and i was like where the fuck is it i haven't seen it since we tripped i was like where i was looking looking around for another fucking lost situation and then just before like the case was outside just before we were getting into Florence's car Florence was like oh my god and went in the garden and the empty packet of this shroom chocolate was on the floor clearly had been nibbled by some animal and to put it into to context Florence and I shared a cube from a from a chocolate bar that was five cubes and two of them we were tripping balls man we were and like two laughing of them all day had gone so some fucking animal was either having the best day of his life or the or worst the fucking worst day yeah fucking Jesus day. I was just it's like so he's awful. probably gnawing off his legs at this point oh, like God, no no I mean <laughs> he's never gonna see like anything normally again like potentially because sometimes yeah. if you he, that he had a macro dose macro motherfucking dose but they have said apparently that's how humans evolved right is because we took this is a theory i don't know if it's fact but that because we took oh mushrooms God, so there's it, a squirrel out here that's going to be really like <laughs> that's what i'm thinking like literally walking around with like a pipe and some fucking slippers <laughs> and like uh, i'm not a squirrel any longer yeah fuck your you imbeciles so yeah that that was frustrating because just more shocking as well and like that it's just totally our bad like let's hope that that animal is alive it could be and lastly i said lastly about the last thing but reed wanted to talk about masturbating whilst we yes. were away yeah because we both we both found that even though we had separate rooms um i mean i must i would say i masturbated still every other every other night Did you? especially when you're yeah i stopped doing it at the beginning i think just yeah. because you were here and one oh, also my wand broke again i mean that's gonna be a massive no-go <sighs> um yeah i've been using something else which i just can't can't even I just can't. I just can't even. <laughs> it's just not good enough, man. I just nothing's cannot. good enough. Nothing's good enough. Yeah, nothing hits the spot like a wand, especially when I you're just tired. And you don't even want to wang. Ex- you just like exactly. You just sleep, which we don't recommend. But I definitely started must. getting more stressed because of not masturbating, though. One hundred percent, getting more anxious, more stressed, more mm-hmm. and more irritable at read especially because it's the routine it's almost like you were projecting the fact that i wasn't like letting you masturbate you know you're yeah, like fuck, like the inner fuck voice you is just yeah. like... you came over here and you're sleeping next door and i can't fucking masturbate <laughs> oh, fucking day man so yeah our advice is if you're going away or if your routine is potentially going to be disrupted make sure you find the time for your self-care for your for your alone moments, for the masturbation, for the sex that you need, for like whatever it is that keeps you grounded and 
you know, wherever it is you need, just make sure you find that time and discuss it with the person you're with. And if anyone wants to send me a Hitachi wand, I'm ready for you. <laughs> yes, I kind of, I want to, I want to hear what the Hitachi wand's like compared to the UK Doxy. Yeah, because it's like mm. the Doxy Hitachi Wars. You know what? I don't know. I feel like it's going to be so strong. What's stronger than the Doxy? The Doxy's crazy yeah yeah it is crazy strong but my doxy still works but only it's on the highest setting so if i use it over a duvet it's like semi-workable i'm so annoyed at the doxy at the moment yeah yeah because it's broken three times now it's not a joke yeah i yeah i don't blame you i'd be pissed i think i've gone through at least two but we I do use it pretty much. Me. Anyway, this is not interesting for the curious fuckers. I, this was a weird episode, I think, because we had a lot to like update you on from our travels. We're going to get more specified episodes of topics that you guys want to hear from. And we're going to base our episodes around those as and when we can. So yeah, there's a lot of good, good things coming. So please really cool hold tight. Yeah, really cool guests are coming. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, please share it, share it far and wide. And of course, word of mouth is the best thing for podcasts. So yeah, tell a friend. Also... Please, if you have never given us a review, do it now because I was looking at our recent reviews and our recent ratings and they haven't changed much lately. So I know that you curious fuckers are not fucking listening to me and <laughs> this you is gotta on, start listening. Like this is on Apple Podcast and rate. On Spotify, you can leave it a review or a rate. Mm. No, I don't know if you can leave a review, but I you can definitely you can. rate. You can rate on mm -hmm. Spotify mm -hmm. now. Um so go and rate this podcast because if you're here right now, you must fucking love it. If you're like at the end and you're listening to this bit yeah, listening, and you listening must love it enough to leave us a rating, bit. it just helps so much because someone will go onto the podcast and think, wow, it's had that many ratings and that many mm -hmm. reviews. Like I should definitely listen to this and we want to grow. We want to grow globally. Watch this on YouTube if you're not seeing us. And of course you can listen to it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yay. And please follow us. Follow all of our shenanigans on Instagram at Come Curious. And of course our personal accounts, Reed Amber X and Florence Bark. And until then, see you next Thursday. Curious fuckers. Love you all so much. Bye. Bye. Mwah. Mm-hmm.